This is the Pain Coaches Podcast. I'm Sarah Reed. And I'm Karen Lindy. You are listening to episode eight, Judging Other People's Pain. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Today we're talking about judging other people's pain. There's a lot of negative talk out there about judgment in general, as if we as humans should or could go about our lives without judgment, but that is not true. Yeah, judgment is totally human and totally normal, and it's something that our brains were actually designed to do. And the reason for that is we talk a lot about early humans and how the way that they lived shaped our brains. And if you think about when we were cave-dwelling or nomadic, we had to judge these things in the world that we came across. Like, think about it. You're just emerging from the cave, and you're looking for food or you're going to the next spot where you're going to live, you look at all these things in the world and you have to judge, is that going to keep me alive? Is that something I can eat? Is that something I need to run from? Or is that something that I should have sex with because we want to propagate the species? <laughs> yeah. Really? It's like, when we still do this, right? You go out right. to a restaurant or a bar and you're like, is that something I should have sex with? Is that something I should eat? Yeah. Is that something I should run from? Right. And that's, that's how you judge things. And <laughs> is that something I should <laughs> But that's how we judge things. And obviously now your brain knows. So when you see broccoli, your brain knows that that's safe and it remembers that it's safe and you don't have to think every time you see a piece of broccoli, you don't have to judge it every time because you've already judged it. You know, it's, it's safe. So that's what our brains do is our brains just conserve energy. Our brains remember what is safe and what is not safe. And you don't have to go through this judgment every time. But when you come across something new, a new situation or a new person, that's what your brain's going to do is it's going to judge it. And judging your judgment doesn't help. <laughs> no. Judgment as a tool that our brain uses is meant to make it more efficient. It's meant to make your brain more efficient. And that is your brain's number one priority. It's top goal every single moment of every day is to be efficient. So judgment is what allows it to be efficient. So it's always going to happen. Our brains think, oh, judging that thing that one time kept us alive. So let's keep doing that. Let's keep judging forever. Yeah. And if your judgment in the past was useful, it turned out to be true, true according to your brain and useful, then your brain files that away into its little Rolodex of like, oh, this is a good judgment that I'm going to always refer back to. It's like you're taking notes all the time and you've taken this note that that judgment was correct. So we're going to stick with that. And it is useful in a lot of situations. But the problem is that when you just let your brain do that on autopilot and you're not thinking about, is this judgment really useful or not? It's just going to make its own decisions. Right. And it's a problem when maybe you should reexamine that judgment, but your brain is so used to thinking it that it just wants to hold on to it. And the way you know if it's worth reexamining is to look at the results that it's creating in your life. Right. And the other situation where it can become a problem is when we hold on to these judgments so strongly and we believe that the other person in this situation should be or act differently. So we are judging the way that they're acting. We're judging the way that they're living their life. That doesn't really help things. The point of judgment in terms of your brain is to keep you safe. But if you're judging what they're doing to try to keep them safe, you think that's helping you because you think it affects you, but really it doesn't. It's not, it's not helping anything. It's not useful. Yeah. And the quick answer here is that if your judgment is about someone else, it's not serving you and it's not probably even true. If it's about you, 
then yes, consider it. But if it's about someone else, you're probably wasting your time thinking about that. Right. I think we've said this before in the podcast, but Byron Katie always says there's, what did she say? There's my business, there's your business, and there's God's business. Right. And as long as you're not in your business, if you're in someone else's or in God's business, you're barking up the wrong tree and you're not going to get really anywhere with that. Right. Except somewhere painful. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You'll get somewhere where you're not going to like where you get. Yeah. And just for future reference, when Sarah and I say God in this podcast, fill in your own entity. Whoever you think of as the power that's outside of you, which you don't even have to believe that, but just the world in general, you could even say it that way, but yeah. And it's funny because I guess my brain right now is like, oh, people are going to judge us for saying God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to like keep us safe. (laughs) Anyway, y'all are all very smart. We know you can plug in whatever your beliefs are. That's a good way to show this. So no one is going to think or do things exactly the way that you would. It's just helpful to hang on to that. You know, any circumstance, everyone's going to respond differently because they have different histories. They have different thoughts going on. They have different models in their brains. Nobody's going to respond the way that you would. And thinking about pain, you could have the exact same stimulus and two different people are going to respond totally differently. So it's just not helpful to judge other people's pain. Well, and the thing about people not doing things exactly the way you would, that's kind of the point of getting to know other people and to be around other people is to experience the contrast, which is what we're all here for anyway, is the contrast. Um, And so when your brain points out this contrast between what they're doing or thinking and what you're doing or thinking, that's exactly how it's supposed to be. You can take that as like, this is interesting. This is a new experience of seeing this contrast. It doesn't have to be a right or wrong sort of situation. Can you go into that more? Like what you mean about, I think that's really fascinating that contrast is what we're here for. Well, because if we didn't have contrast, if everyone was the same, if everything was always hunky-dory, you wouldn't even know that it was hunky-dory. If everyone was just like you, then why would you need to have multiple people in your life? If everyone did everything exactly the same, or if they thought just like you did, you wouldn't need to know that person because what's the point of sharing an idea or bouncing something off of someone if they're going to have the exact same reaction you do? You can just have that same conversation in a mirror. You can stand in front of a mirror and talk to yourself and get what you're after in that situation. The point of being in a relationship with anyone is the contrast. It's to see how does their brain see this differently than I do? Do I want to take that perspective on or do I want to keep my own? It's just this constant. And that's part of your brain judging is do I prefer their way of looking at it or mine? And it doesn't mean that theirs is wrong if you prefer your own. It's just another perspective that you get to decide, do I want to keep mine? And that's what all we're ever doing as humans is just deciding. Contrast is just part of the human experience and so popular on like social media right now to say, don't judge others. It's just not possible. That's an impossible thing to aim for. Yes. Right. And it almost, in the way we're framing it here, it almost makes life less complex, less interesting. Did you ever read Gabby Bernstein's book, The Judgment Detox? No. And I was going to ask you about that in this podcast, because I know you're much more fluent in her world than than I am. Well, apparently a lot of people are getting into that book right now while they're at home and they're dealing with all the things. And one of the first steps in The Judgment Detox is to 
be okay with your brain judging. Don't judge your judgment. That's the worst thing you can do about it. And when you're getting fed all this, don't judge other people, don't judge yourself. That's like telling yourself that you're wrong for doing it and you're not wrong for doing it. It might not be giving you the results that you want if you allow it to run your whole life, but the fact that you're doing it is not a problem. Right. And if you resist it and you tell yourself, I shouldn't be doing this, then that's not going to create results right. either. Anytime you tell yourself you shouldn't be doing something or you're wrong, you're, you're not going to get far. Right. When we talk about judging pain, it's very helpful to remember that everyone's tolerance for pain, everyone's pain scale is different. Yeah. Even if someone tells you everything they can about their pain, they describe all the details and they tell you what the number is from one to 10 and where in their body they feel it, all of that. They can give you every single detail, the same details that you would give someone else. But if someone's telling you about your pain, the truth is that you can never, ever actually know what it's like for them. And that means that any judgment that you have about it, about them and their pain will inevitably be wrong. And that's okay. Because again, it's just your brain taking in all the facts and all the evidence that it's gathering. That's what it does. It gathers evidence and then it makes a judgment about this evidence. It's never going to be exactly right, but it's still going to do what it does. Right. And that also means that expecting somebody else to be able to understand your pain is a fruitless task. You can ask for somebody to listen. You can ask for somebody to help you out with things when you're in pain, but asking them to fully understand your pain is just completely not useful. And we talked about that last week on our episode about your support system. So if you want to listen to that one again. So there's two ways that we judge other people's pain. So it could be comparing your pain to theirs. So you might be thinking, I have it so much worse than they do. Or you might be comparing how they handle their pain with how you handle your pain. They're not handling this as well as I would if I was in that situation. When you're thinking, well, I'm not in as much pain as they are, what ends up happening is then you don't allow yourself to even feel the pain that you have. And I, I, it's like a right now people are doing this when you hear people talking about the situation that they're in in their quarantine and like with their job or whatever. And they're thinking, well, I don't have it as bad as the frontline workers, or I don't have it as bad as someone who's quarantined alone. That doesn't mean that you your pain isn't valid. And so it's the same with any sort of chronic physical pain. Just because someone else may have it worse, well, there's always going to be someone who has it worse. That doesn't mean that yours isn't real or that yours shouldn't be acknowledged. Yeah, and it doesn't work if you tell yourself, I shouldn't be feeling this bad because I don't have it as bad as this guy. It doesn't actually make you feel any better. It doesn't actually release that emotion. It just adds resistance onto the emotion. Also, that just reminded me of what something Wayne Dyer always says, that no one ever felt better because you felt bad. So we think that if I feel sorry for somebody else and what they're going through, that that somehow helps them. And that's never true. You feeling bad about someone else feeling bad doesn't help them. And it definitely doesn't help you. No, it just makes you feel bad. Yeah. (laughs) We could run a model on this and we encourage you to do it at home. But we found that when you're in this kind of pain and this kind of resistance, it just leads to shame and more pain. It's a cycle that you 
get to indulge in and that's not fun. And the other way that we judge other people's pain is thinking they're not in as much pain as we are. You might think that about us as pain coaches. You might think, well, they can't help me because they haven't experienced pain like I have. They're not in as bad of chronic pain as I am. It's just interesting because that's your brain trying to protect you. That's your brain trying to say, we're up here on this mountaintop and nobody can help us. We just have to figure this out for ourselves. And I mean, you can do that. That feels useful because it feels like your brain is battling you. It's almost like saying you're special. You've got it worse than other people. That feels useful in the moment, but it's actually not useful. Well, I would ask, why does it matter if anyone else is in as much pain as you are? Your brain thinks that that's an important concept to keep you aware of. They don't understand it. They don't know. But if you were to ask your smart, intelligent brain. Why does it matter if they understand? Why does it matter if they've ever been in as much pain as me? I would be interested to know what your brain comes up with because honestly, it doesn't matter. I don't think. Right. It doesn't help you. So how is that useful to hold on to? If somebody's able to help you, even if they haven't experienced the type of pain, why are you resisting that? And really your resistance is what's keeping you from feeling better. When you are judging someone else as not having it as bad as you, it ends up separating you instead of creating connection with this person. And the only reason you're in a relationship with this person is because you want to be connected to them. So anytime you're judging their pain or judging that they don't understand your pain, you're creating disconnection. Yeah. And that's so interesting because when you think they don't understand my pain in this moment, they don't have it as bad as I do. You really are. You're you're striving for connection because if you go back to why we judge in the first place, it's because you're trying to figure out, is this going to sustain me? Is this going to help me propagate our species or is this going to kill me? And when you think this person doesn't understand my pain, I have it worse than them. You are trying to connect with them because you want them to understand where you're coming from so that you don't get left behind, so that you don't get kicked out of the tribe. And that's what you're striving for is connection. But when you think they don't have it as bad as I do, that's putting up a wall between you and this person that's creating a disconnection. If you think of this in terms of the model, anytime your thought is they don't understand my pain and they should, really, if you just, you can kind of skip down to the result because your thought always shows up in your result line. If you're thinking they don't understand my pain, your result's going to be something along the lines of, well, you're not understanding your own pain. You're missing an opportunity to be present with your pain, to get it, to go deeper into your own business of your own pain. And instead you're stuck in someone else's business thinking about how they don't understand it. You're reflecting that onto them, that work to understand your own pain, you're putting that on them. That's really painful. (laughs) Yeah. And anytime there's a should in your thought line, you're going to end up in some sort of emotional pain or emotionally draining situation. Yeah, man, that's powerful. So judgment of others inevitably leads to judgment of yourself. Yeah. Anytime, again, anytime your thought line has someone else in it, your result line can't have someone else in it. Your results are always about you. So Whatever you're thinking about them, it's going to be true about yourself. So if you're judging them for something they're doing wrong, it's going to end up making you feel the brunt of that judgment in some way. Right. So when you're thinking they don't understand, I have it so much worse than them. Understand that we're all thinking that. 
every human thinks that they have it the worst. And if your brain right now is saying, no, not me, you know, I think, I think <laughs> that's I have still it. Your, that's still your brain thinking it's special. <laughs> no, exactly. It, totally. But like my brain does that sometimes. It, it says like, no, not me. I, I think I have it really good. The next thought after that is, so why do I feel so bad? Yeah. You're still thinking I feel worse than everybody else, even though I have this good life. <laughs> So let's, let's go there. What if you do feel worse than everybody else? Now what? Now your brain, it's It's so hopeless. Yeah. If that's true, it's, there's nowhere to go. Right. You're just stuck on this hill by yourself. It's that whole, would you rather be right? Or would you rather be happy? Yeah. Would you rather be right? Or would you rather be married? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so interesting because your brain thinks it's protecting you by like putting you up on this hill and building walls around and not letting anybody in because they don't understand how bad you have it. But really, that's such a sad spot to be in. And if you're there, feel that totally like go to that place and examine that and decide is that what is that where I want to be? Isn't isn't it funny too? don't we all know someone that we can see that they do that? Yeah, you and I know exactly the person I'm talking about. (laughs) Yes, thinks that they're they have it so much worse and that no one, they're on this island alone and they want to stay there. Okay, but then what? What is, right. where do you go from there? What's the point? I don't, there is right. one. Yeah, and that's so fun because I'm sure every one of you who's listening has that same person in their life that you can see this in and where you really get traction in your life is to think, how am I doing that exact same thing? Mm-hmm. It might not be to the same extent or in the same sort of circumstance. circumstance. Yeah, but you definitely do it all the time in some form or another. We all do. That's just right. what our brains, they had to do that thousands of years ago because that's how they survived. That's how we survived as a species. But it's not really useful now when you're talking about modern times and modern relationships. Right. So we'll see you guys next time. I'm Karen Lindy. And I'm Sarah Reed. And we are the Pain Coaches. Woohoo!